Hey guys, Adam from Splendid Sports. In this one, I'm gonna talk about two things that I'm a big fan of, SGC grading and Mickey Mantle cards. So I received back a 13 card submission recently from SGC of all Mickey Mantle cards that I'm gonna run through here. Wanted to give my thoughts first on SGC. I've been submitting cards to them for over six months now, six or seven months. I've graded probably over 100 cards with them. I, I try to send at least 10 to 15 cards to them every month. And so it's been over 100 cards that I've graded with them so far. And I'll tell you, I can't look at one card that they've sent back to me and not understood the grade. So in that way, I, I feel like they're very consistent, fair graders, great pricing. I've been very happy with the customer service. I think it's just a, a very well-run company. And, and those are the type of companies that I wanna give my money to and do business with. I'd love to get your thoughts on SGC. So, you know, after this video, shoot me some comments. Let me know what you think. Have you graded with them? Are you considering it? Or are you a PSA only type of grader? I, I personally, I only grade with PSA and SGC. And uh, I, I do buy Beckett Slabs, BGS, but I've never graded with them. I don't think I probably ever will. So really the two for me are just SGC and PSA. But I wanted to give that uh, feedback about SGC. I've, I've been very happy with them. Right now, I, I pay $30 a card when I send those cards in to them myself. I know you can get even lower rates if you go through a bulk submitter, which uh, I don't currently do, but not off the table. I may consider it. Uh, hopefully over time, SGC can even get that $30 price down even further. I think that would help them if they can figure out how to scale that. All right, let's look at some cards here. I want to also get your feedback on a specific type of Mickey Mantle card that I'm going to be running through here. And these are post-playing days Mickey Mantle cards. So I'm a Mickey Mantle collector for a long time. I do have a bunch of, of Mantle graded cards from his playing days, from you know the, the 51 through 69 playing days. There's a lot of collectors that only collect those years. So they don't even bother collecting anything past 1969 with Mickey Mantle. I'm not one of those. I actually have many more Mickey Mantle graded cards than I do uh, of his post playing days than I do with his playing days. So these are some that uh, most of these here I, I bought raw and sent them in. Now what I'm looking for here is anything eight or above. Okay, so if I'm sending in cards from the, you know, the late 70s and on up, which, which these cards are, I'm looking for an eight or above. And uh, so this first one here, 1977 TCMA, which is, if you've never heard of TCMA, that's a cool uh, brand to look up from the past. They made some great cards. Uh, this this set here was TCMA, and it was uh, com in conjunction with Renata Galasso, who was a, a woman baseball card dealer in Brooklyn. And if you look at the back of the card here, she goes by or went by the hobby, uh, the world's largest hobby card dealer, had a location in Brooklyn and uh, made some really cool cards. I love, I guess you'd call oddball cards from not as well-known brands. I, I really love those, especially uh, with Mickey Mantle cards. Um, so this one here, got the 8.5, great card. And uh, it's a great set too. If you, even if you don't collect Mickey Mantle, but you collect, you know, Ted Williams or Stan Musial, Willie Mays, all the greats, a lot of the greats are in this set. So it's if you've never heard of this one, this is a good one to look up. Like a lot of the cards I'm going to be showing here, they're not uh, numbered cards or, or extremely rare cards. You could find raw copies, 
But the, the issue with these type of cards is there's just not a lot of high grade examples. So like, like when I go for eights and above, the, the reason I do that is because it's not that hard to find, you know, lower than eight grade type of the uh, types of these cards. But when you look on eBay of the raw examples that are for sale, uh, there's very few that would most likely grade an eight or above. So that's why it's a fun chase to collect these for me. Next card we're gonna look at, it's um, also a TCMA card. This was the first printing, so this was from 1980. They made these over a period of years, but this was the first printing from 1980, Baseball Immortals, number 145, Mickey Mantle got the 8.5. Uh, this is a, a very, very rare card in high grade out there. I think that when I looked, there was only one PSA 10, and there was like 10 PSA 9s, 13 PSA 8s. So for a card that was made in the 80s, uh, really not a lot of high-grade examples out there, so it makes it fun to, to shoot for those, and I, I um, try to collect as many of these as I can in high-grade. The reason it has 1974 is because that was the year uh, Mickey Mantle was inducted into the Hall of Fame. Next card here is one of my favorites. Big League Chew, 1986 Big League Chew, number six, Mickey Mantle, got the 8.5 has 1967 on there because that was the year he hit his 500th home run. Again, another cool uh, set, right? This was this was actually in uh, Big League Chew bubblegum packs. So when you would get a pouch of Big League Chew, one of these home run legends cards would be in there. And um, a very, uh, same same thing, very rare that you find these in eights or eight or above. You know, there's, when I looked, there was, four PSA 10s, six PSA 9s, and five PSA 8s out there. The reason I give PSA pop reports is because I, I do love SGC, but they're, because they really have not graded that many cards compared to PSA, looking at their pop report at this time is really doesn't tell you that much as far as how rare a card is out there. Uh, PSA is still the, the standard for me when I look at you know how common is a card in certain grades out there. Uh, so the next card, Sport Flicks. These are real cool cards, 1986. Uh, as you move the card, the image changes. You may have seen these before. These are really, I always love these. 1986, Sport Flicks, great. Number 26, Mickey Mantle. This one got the eight. So the really the minimum I was looking for, which I'm okay with. These are tough to, <laughs> tough to get real high grades in. Best of the 50s, decade greats. Um, Again, this is a this is another set where, you know, there's Babe Ruth in this one, Roberto Clemente, there's Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, all the greats. So no matter who you collect, you could find them in these sets. If you've never seen these, these are really cool ones to go after. This is a very, very rare card in this type of grade. Uh, we got 1994 Upper Deck Heroes, number 10, Mickey Mantle and Willie Mays on this one. Uh, in this set, there was a base version of every card, and then there was uh, what they would call a 125th anniversary, which you can see the the writing on there in gold uh, for the 125th anniversary for Major League Baseball in 1994. And uh, these these um, parallels, the the 125th anniversary ones, there I believe were one per pack in this set, so they're they're less common obviously than the base version, but um, when you look when you look at the pop reports on these, there's only like two PSA tens, 
and one PSA 9, I believe, uh, of the even the base version. And with the, the 125th anniversary, I think there was um, maybe like uh, none. I don't even think there were any PSA 10s out there when I checked. So these are very hard cards to find mint. And what I love about this card is it has Mickey Mantle and Willie Mays on there from the 1951 season. Rookies Mickey Mantle and Willie Mays meet in the 1951 World Series. So you get a nice rookie photo of each one on there. And uh, it, tells, it says in the back, rookie standouts from uh, October 4th, 1951. It's a really cool card. I always loved this one and uh, was able to get the mint nine in that one. Next one here from 2006 Tops. Home run number 37. The Tops did a, you've probably seen these, Tops did a home run history set where they made a card for every home run that Mantle ever hit in his career. So what I do is I, I go after the, the real famous home runs. Um, so like home run number 37 was 1953 Griffith Stadium. This was the birth of the tape measure home run, 565 feet. Probably heard of that one before. So what I try to do is, like I said, collect the most famous Mickey Mantle home runs in this set and uh, got the mint nine in this one. I'm gonna show a few on this. Okay, this is from one of my favorite sets of all time, 2008 Tops Chrome. And um, it, it was, is one of my favorite sets, not just for baseball, but for all sports, football and basketball. I just, for some reason, I love the design from the 2008 Tops and Tops Chrome set. I love this image of the Mick with the number seven showing. And uh, so what we got here is we got uh, two tens, two gem mint tens, and we got, uh, these are the base cards. And then we got it uh, on a copper refractor numbered to 599. We got, let's see there, numbered to 599. We got that 9.5 mint plus. So very, very happy with these grades. I got these three in a lot all together. Very inexpensive. And, uh, you know, I was hoping for nines or tens and came out well on this one. I, I love, love these sets. Two other guys that I collect from different sports, Tom Brady and Larry Bird. Uh, I, I, I've chased those 2008 cards of those guys too. And um, I'll do a showing from the 2008 tops for, for like all sports that I collect. I love that design. Look at this one. We got 2008 Tops Allen and Ginter, number seven, Mickey Mantle, gold label, pristine 10. Now, I will say this was not a raw card I submitted. I actually had this in an old SGC slab, which I was not a huge fan of. I like their newer slabs. And uh, so I had them reholder it into the new one, into the new label. And um, look at this one. This is the only, only gold label I have of Mickey Mantle. Um, so great, great looking card, Allen and Ginter, gold label. I've never gotten a gold label back from any submission of a raw card to SGC. I don't ever expect to. They're just, it's the hardest grade to get, uh, probably along with the, the, you know, the black label BGS in, in all of grading. So don't ever expect to get these. Um, but I was able to buy this card a while back in the old, in the old holder and label and did get it re-slabbed, re so now I got it in that one. All right, the last three cards here, show them all together. 
Uh, I'm a I'm a big reprint guy too with Mickey Mantle. Not everyone is, I understand, but I love the reprints, especially of the cards that I that I don't have of of Mickey Mantle during his playing days. So like this one here, this was the 1952 Bowman design. This is from the 2021 Tops X set, uh, where they reprinted and reissued every uh, Mickey Mantle card from his playing days, and. Uh, I got all 10s here, three 10s. Now, look, it's 2021 card, so I'm not a big newer card guy, you know, I, but uh, I do, when it comes to Mickey Mantle, like to collect certain ones. And if I'm submitting cards from 2021, I'm hoping for minimum nine, you know, on these actually. And got, got good grades here with the Gem Mint 10s. So these are cards that uh, I don't have the originals of, so I like to collect the reprints, uh, the, the 52 Bowman, like I said, this one is the card that never was. Mickey Mantle never had a 1955 Tops, 55 Tops card because he had an exclusive contract with Bowman during uh, 54 and 55. Uh, so this was a card that uh, never came about, but um, it is now. Got that one. And then the 57 Tops, I, I don't have that one. Like I said, uh, the original version, it's a very sensitive, condition sensitive card. There's not a lot of high-grade copies out there, and the ones that are out there are just very, very expensive. And for a card that I'm not, like, in love with it, the image on there, it's okay for a mantle card. Uh, so I'm fine with the reprint, getting the Gem Mint 10 and that. So, guys, I'm going to wrap this one up, but what I want to know from you is what are your thoughts on the Mickey Mantle uh, market? for post-playing days cards. They're very inexpensive compared to his playing days cards, obviously, as they should be. No one expects playing days cards to uh, be anywhere close to the price of the, of the post-playing day cards. Post-playing days are always gonna be less expensive, uh, especially with Mickey Mantle. But I, I love, it. a lot of it's nostalgia, you know, especially some of these cards from the 80s. Uh, they really take me back to when I was collecting. When I was a kid, uh, I was, I, I loved Mickey Mantle when I was a kid, just the stories that my dad told me about him. So, you know, when I was collecting cards in the 80s, I would, you know, it was, it was like a, a kind of like a legend or a myth, these Mickey Mantle cards. Uh, this was before the internet, you know, so this was before eBay where you could just go on and, and look up those cards and, and look at them. Uh, the only way I would see them is through a, a Beckett magazine once in a while, you'd see the, the images. But these cards of, of the original uh, playing days cards for Mickey Mantle, um, I never got to really see them. So the closest I could get were some of these cards that were issued up out in you know the 80s through some of these sets, and uh, really enjoyed you know getting those cards. And now my chase is trying to get them in uh, very high grades. So it's a lot of fun, you know, from a collector's standpoint. I love to get your thoughts on: uh, Do you collect these type of mantle cards? Would you? Do you see? Um, you know, for the investors out there, long-term investors, what do you see the, the market for these type of cards being in the future? Do you think they'll grow steadily, uh, like, you know, playing days mantle cards? Or do you think that uh, these are maybe a bad investment? You know, I'm okay with it either way because, again, I'm not really looking to sell these cards. This is a, a collecting thing for me long-term. Um, but you know, for people that might want to get into collecting Mickey Mantle and, and they want to maybe make some money too, uh, love to get your opinions and thoughts on our post-playing day Mantle cards. I mean, as you saw, the, the populations are low, right? They're not, most of these aren't numbered cards. So again, there's always the chance that you could see populations increase, especially if the demand increased. 
people would submit more of the cards that they have. There's definitely plenty of, of Mantle post-playing day cards out there in raw form. Uh, but again, I, don't, I just don't know how many are in, in like near mint or mint condition or, plus, or gem mint condition. It uh, doesn't seem like a lot because as you look over eBay, you don't see a lot of raw copies in, in really good condition for sale. So that, that, that's a question I'd love to pose out there because I don't really know the full answer. Love to get your feedback. Let me know what you think on that and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you.